Welcome to Parenting Isn't Easy. My name is Daryl, and this is my wife. Margaret. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> because you made such a big deal last week about me being so loud at the beginning the beginning of these episodes. Well, that was very... Uh, and it might be because you got this big, huge grin on your face. If, if we actually did video p- podcast, then you could see that she's just sitting there laughing at me. I'm laughing because you had to restart it. <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing. And then well, your prosody of... Welcome to... Prosody. Nobody knows what prosody hey. means. If you know what prosody means, leave a definition in the comments of our podcast, because I don't think anybody knows what prosody means. No one? Unless you're a speech pathologist. That's not true. Other people know what prosody is. Oh, prove it, people. Send you, Leave us a message. So, what are we talking about? Today, we're talk, we were talking this week. Well, are you going to ask the question and answer it, too? Well, no. That's here's awesome. the deal. Here's it. We were talking, and we were talking about different things that we could talk about this week. And this week, we can't. We were talking about because someone had posted on our Facebook page, on my Facebook page, that where I posted, "Hey, you got any ideas that they have a problem trying to balance time and with work and both parents working and things of that nature." And so, and we, spending time with their kids, and spending time with their kids, yeah. And so you just that's said balancing work, balancing work, balancing the things that you need to do. So that's what we're talking about today. Yes, the importance of quality time with your children. The importance of quality time with your children. Um, yeah, that's a, that's super important. Not it just is. you, not just you know, quality time with me and my parents when I was growing up um, was straight up just watching tv you know my big my best quality time with my dad was whenever we'd watch wrestling on saturday night at 10 30 after the news wrestling came on and that's when i stayed up because my dad would get home and i would watch wrestling with him on saturday nights yeah so what was quality time for you and your family growing up um we would watch tv together i mean i remember watching tv um that's kind of it. I mean, we would go and do... We didn't go do a lot of stuff because we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. But, you know, we had a dog. We would play with the dog or... My dad would say that as I got older, our quality time was him driving us to... Or going to all of the games that I cheered at. Yeah. See, Even though that wasn't... I mean, that was good that he was there and supportive of me, but it wasn't really one-on-one time. Yeah, and I think for for us as parents, it looked even different because... We were just in a different place financially, and we were different places um, with our works and our professions too. That allowed yeah. us to have a little bit more quality time with our kids because we coached ball game. I coached baseball teams and football teams, and I did basketball team, every sports really, I guess. And then also we were able, we were around our kids all the time at church too. Right. Um, I remember the first time that I took Cooper to Cooper and Scout to. Uh, vacation bible school and it was at a different (laughs) church and i walked in and i was like okay so i just like leave my kids and like turn around and walk away people do that can you believe what this is listen people this is foreign every once in a while you need to stay in with your kids and help that's important too (laughs) volunteer (laughs) that's your 
uh, public service announcement. That is to your perfect public Volunteer at your local church. <laughs> yes. The, the, like our viewer, our, our viewership, our listenership. Is it listenership? Is that sound right? Um, um, listeners. Our listeners they probably just dropped in half. Because yeah, they just like all <laughs> turned it off. <laughs> and I, forget it. This guy's going to no, tell me I need to volunteer. volunteering. No, uh, gonna I don't even like kids. <laughs> And so I know I was talking to somebody this week about they volunteered in the nursery last week and they they're straight up just told me they said Pastor Daryl no that's not what I'm made for that's not my calling <laughs> not my gifting I was like I didn't think it was but, it, but thanks we, for trying but thanks for trying it out all right so the importance of quality time so I found this um, quote from her name was Colette Smart and she's a psychologist is she smart I don't know that's just her last name I mean okay. she's a psychologist uh, so she be, has education yeah. All right. It says, setting aside time to play with your child helps forge bonds and strong foundations for future conversations on the bigger topics. This one-on-one focused time communicates to a child that they matter to you. Yeah. And so, um, and then I kind of went down a rabbit hole with this whole... Quality, quality time. time versus quantity and all that kind of stuff. Was it like what, your Twitter rabbit holes that you go down? Not as detrimental... Yeah. Um, so. Detri- your your Twitter ones are detrimental. Not necessarily <laughs> detrimental. Like that was your vocab. Word. I know. Usually, my Twitter rabbit holes are because I'm like, <laughs> these people are stupid. <laughs> Can you believe what these people said? This one was more informative. Yeah. Is that better? There you go. That's better. This one's more informative okay. and more applicable to people's lives. Okay. So quality time it develops social emotional. Cognitive, language, self-regulation skills. That's from the American Academy of Pediatrics. That quality time is very important. And it helps develop all of these different areas in your kids. Um, And kids need a point of connection where they feel like they are connected with an adult. And not just far away. I mean, you've got to have some kind of relationship. Yeah, you got to have a relationship. And I I think there's so many of our parents that have problems with their kids because they never made that connection. Um, I think there's a lot of our guidance and discipline problems that people run into that that's the case. Because that led me to, this is the rabbit hole. So I was reading um, about authoritative parenting. Yeah. Not authoritarian Parenting. Okay. So vast difference. So authoritative. Authoritative. Who are parents that are assertive. Okay. They have clear standards of behavior. Okay. But they are also simultaneously trying to be supportive of their child's point of view. Which was, that seems like a good idea. Yes. Because authoritarian was, they have strong standards for behavior, but there's no negotiation. Okay. So it's so like authoritative because I even I had to go back and forth between the two. Yeah. Authoritative was there's an open dialogue and there's communication between the parents and the children, and it's not a because I said so kind of thing. Yeah. But authoritarian. Oh, that is the thing. Don't you hate it when people say because I said so, or it's just the people that randomly say no for just yeah, just for the heck of it, just for just because they don't want to have to deal with it. So authoritarian is. Like what you think of as the strict parent who it's my way or the highway kind of uh, idea. I see. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to filter right now because I'm thinking of all these parents and people that I know. I'm like, oh, that's there. They're up that. But then yep. there's also the two that are in between. There is one that was the permissive parent who doesn't really have any. 
It's well, like real. And like we know super, plenty of those. We know plenty of those. Child-led. <laughs> um, there's open communication, but it's basically okay, whatever you want, sweetheart. Yeah. But then there's the uninvolved parent who there's like no communication, no structure, no discipline style. And we at know all. those too. Yeah, we know those too. Yeah. So, um, but authoritative parents are more likely to have that nurturing time and that one-on-one time and be the authoritative people not authoritarian authoritative not permissive not although they did say that there's most people don't fit into just one category there's usually a blend of oh we're different author- we're, we're authoritative all yeah, day long are. baby yeah that's exactly um, right I hope that so, clap wasn't like way too loud for people. It probably was. But people are like, oh, they're like pulling stuff out of their ears now. And so um, that clap was really loud. So, and we got to remember that when our kids are with adults, that that's who they're learning their values from. The people that they spend the most time with yeah. are the ones where they're learning their values. And if you want them to have similar values to yourself, then. And in today's age, day and age of schooling and television and different people, things like that. Because even adults and television would fit into that category, yes, don't you think? Yes, yes, yes. And then also, I was reading um, this Dr. Kyle Pruitt. He's a clinical professor of child psychology at Yale School of Medicine. Ooh, that's a big old title. I know. He said, and this was very important, I thought, um, that the small intimacies that are unique to the way you parent a particular child at a particular time are more likely to appear during one-on-one time. So the more that you get to know your kid and have those one-on-one times, the more likely you are to be able to, when you do come into a time of discipline or they need guidance or something, because you already have that relationship, you know how they're going to react. Yeah. And how they need to be parented. Like we always say that no, Kids are different. Yeah, you're going to... The way the way we got on to Scout and the way we got on to Cooper are totally different. Right. And we figured those things out because we had that one-on-one time with them. And I think even the, for us, even, it was the expectations was different. Because I think with Cooper, there was never... I knew that Cooper had the ability and he was actually wanted to have a clean room. Like, go to the room cleaning idea. Cooper would clean his room. Yes. Scout... Nope. No, that was and it was and it wasn't a battle worth fighting. Like right. we, I mean, it. I mean, we, sometimes it needed to be fought just because. Yes, but ninety percent of the time it was okay. This is not. This is not going to go well. She knows my expectation. Um, it's basically this is just going to be a bad day for everybody. And there's some days we fought it, but there's most of the time it was like, you know what, you're going to have to grow up someday and understand this yourself and as a parent i had to change my expectation of that too yeah like i never when i first started the whole clean your room thing my expectation was everything's put away the floor is clean there isn't a whole lot of stuff on top of your dressers everything has its place please put it in its place yeah but that expectation had to change the more I got to know my daughter. Do you do you feel like we compromise too much on that sometimes? Like sometimes. we should have been harder on that. Like we should have been more of we should have been more authoritarian as opposed to authoritative. My idea on that though is in the grand scheme of life, what does it really matter? If I instilled the skills into her that she knows how to do it. Yeah. 
but just chooses not to do it. I've taught her what needs to be done. Yeah. And she's able to do it when it's appropriate. Yeah. And I think it seems like her whole college experience so far... I mean, she's doing her laundry. She's doing her laundry. and She's, she's not coming home with 47 million bags of laundry. Yeah. I mean, and that's... I think that... Of course, she didn't expect to come home. We just, yeah, she's home this week for. But she didn't reasons. save it up. No, she, she knew didn't. that we were coming next yeah. week, or yeah. we, she knew that we were she coming. She coming that week and stuff. So, but anyways, but yeah, yeah. I think that's 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 in super, super important. You know, and when we talk about spending time with each other, on that and learning those, I think there there we have to be very intentional about that too. Yes. Now I will say that. It does require both parents. It's got to be a they've got to have a relationship with their mom and a relationship with their dad. Yeah. Um, it can't just be that oh I have a lot of time with my mom, or I have a whole lot of time with my dad. It's got to both parents have to put in, um, and it's not even and we'll get to the about it's not about the number of minutes. Yeah. It's truly about quality time, not quantity time. Um, but research has shown that mother's touch and nurturing provides emotional support in the, or provided in the pre-K years had growth in the hippocampus, which is associated with learning, with memories, and regulating emotions. So they were healthier teenagers and adolescents. Oh, because they did? Because, yes. So they had a, a healthier emotional function in their teenage years because they had that time with their mom. When they were little, um, father's time um, increases his sensitivity to his child's needs, like self confidence, yeah. willingness to explore out of the comfort zone, coping with academic. Um, so, if you spend more time with your dad, the kids are lo- more likely to try stupid stuff. They're more likely to have self-confidence and explore things outside of their comfort zone. Exactly. If that is stupid stuff, then maybe. <laughs> Um, but it does help them with their academic and their social skills um, are shown to be strengthened by a father's engagement. Yeah, and I th- you know, and I think there's there's things in there that when it comes to like our kids and even still, I think of my my time with them. It was important for me to find the things that they like to do that I could get a, be a part of, and you know, and it. With Cooper, it's always been easy because Cooper played sports, and so we're able to play ball. We played for the longest time. I always and I'll still, I still, I still tell people, hey, teaching Cooper to play catch was like one of the greatest things because it was the that was the doorway to open up everything about his life that I never knew. Um, Scout, it was Scout. It's cooking. It's all kinds of other things that you're just like, hey, and she just, for me and her, it's really just driving around in the car. You yeah. know, we drive around in the car and that's when we have these big, huge, deep conversations. And um, I think there's, everybody has different things that you're going to find yeah. work with your kids. And talk to your kids about the things that you want to do with them. I remember one time I was being crafty with Scout and then Cooper was like, mom, how come you don't ever do crafts with me? And I was like, oh, well... We can absolutely do crafts. Like, what kind of craft do you want to do? And I don't even remember what he wanted to do. But I just remember him saying, well, you always do crafts with Scout. And I was like, well, baby, tell me you want to do crafts and we'll do crafts. (laughs) We'll go to Hobby Lobby right now. Um, So, talking about what we, that kind of segues into the next part. Um, It's not the number of minutes. In fact, the Family Peace Foundation recommends eight minutes a day. Eight minutes? That's eight minutes. 
That's it? Eight minutes. So. Is that them just lowballing because. I mean, yes. Because, because you can like, obviously spend. That's like, that's like when we as pastors say, hey, if you just read your Bible for five minutes a day. If you just study your junior Bible quiz questions for 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Did that, is, that what the, is that where that comes from? or? Um, they're saying that you can see success in increases in their social functioning, their emotional functioning, cognitive functioning. Eight minutes, With just people. eight minutes. You can do more. However, it's also important to note that your kids need independent time. Don't be... What do you mean? So they need to be able to have time where they can play on their own. Yeah. It helps with their problem-solving skills. It helps with their self-regulation. And then they have to look at things in... in, So you don't have the kids that are like, I'm bored. I don't have anything to do. Because they've always been provided a... Oh. A schedule of things to do. They haven't ever been. They haven't haven't ever been required to entertain themselves. Yeah, and I think so. Nowadays, the the independent time is just hey, I can went and jumped on a computer. Computer, right? Yeah, and that's not entertaining yourselves. That's the computer entertaining you. Yes. Don't let your kids. We can go into that whole mess. digital devices. <laughs> um. So, um, make a list of things that you. And if you know that you're going to be short on time that day, pick something off of the list that's like, okay, we, we can play a quick game. We can yeah. play a board game. We can we can take for the dog for a walk. Combine two things. I yeah. mean, if they like to cook, cook together um, on the weekends, just go to the park. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It doesn't have to be these big, ornate things of this big oh daddy daughter date that we went and we rented a limousine and went to becomes, dinner and well because then it becomes more about social media than it does about even about the what than what it's about and I think even well because people because if you do those daddy daughter dates how often are you know, oh look where they're going oh. and it's all becomes a big picture and everybody taking pictures or it becomes and it becomes a thing for show make it just make it where it's important to just them help I think it's important that we teach kids that hey it's it's important to just keep stuff to yourselves every once in a while yeah it's important to and it's important to just chill out with your kid like you know just go and sit in the backyard blow some bubbles entertain the dog yeah and i think those things are super important and it's easy it's it's a whole lot easier because everybody has some time right um something else that is of vital importance Vital. 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 When you, if, I mean, if we're only asking for eight minutes of time with your kid. Yeah. Do not be on your phone. Do not be on your phone. Do not be on your phone. Yeah. They need to have your full attention. And if you are constantly receiving text messages or responding to emails or even playing a game and not really listening to them, it feels like yeah. you're, you're not the center of attention. You're not the, they, the, they really don't care. Yeah. Um, and then they just want to play on their phone. Yeah. And they want to take that. Right. Yeah, it's really... Um, make sure that you um, don't wait until they're in trouble for one-on-one time either. You know, and I think about that even when you... Like, think about it. Pastor and I were talking about this today, actually. And when people who are your boss, when they have regular time with you and they have the conversations with you all the time and they know what's going on, they know what's happening at your job, 
it makes it a whole lot easier when they come in and they have to get on to you and whenever there's something bad happens because they know what happened. They know that ahead of time and they understand because they were part of the process. Whereas, so you as a person who's an employee, or even if you're an employer, it's better. But even that works exactly the same with your kids. If you're having spending time with your kids, if you're helping them with their homework, if you're doing those, having that free time with them, and you're and you're having those conversations. Hey, what happened at lunch today? Hey, what happened? What's going on with your friend? This friend? What's ha-? You're having those conversations, um, and it's not just yeah, no, those one word answers. And you don't ask one word answer questions. Yeah, and you don't. You're having those questions. You're having that time together. Then it makes it a whole lot different. It makes a different story when you go to to drop the bomb or drop the boom on somebody. If you get there, when they I get in trouble, what you're talking about. yeah, but you gave me that look like, like uh, you're just being silly. Um, but that's what it is. It's that that whole thing is important to be able to have that continual conversation. So it's not, and it's really important that you as a parent and you have that have that thing on a regular basis. Right. So if you're only having one-on-one time with your kid when they're in trouble, you don't understand. Like that quote earlier about how to, you'll figure out how to parent your kid during those one-on-one times. If your only experience is when you need to parent, then you won't have anything to pull from. Correct. Um, Now, like we kind of said earlier about the whole kids need independent time. Parents, when... Parents are stressed when they're sleep deprived, when they're just having time with your kids because you're feeling guilty or you're anxious about it or about something that is more detrimental to your kid. If you're like constantly pushing and like, oh, we've got to spend time together. We've got to spend time together. But I'm so guilty and I'm so stressed and I can't do anything about I've got all this stuff to do. And you're just completely stressed out. Then your kid's going to pick up on that. Don't be stressed that you're going to mess your kid up. Right, because you don't spend enough time with them. It's a vicious circle, people. (laughs) And so, but, well, I think there's, is there people that are out there that have that? I wonder how prevalent that That anxiety is. cultural pressure of, I need to be a good mom and spend all my time with my children and my entire life needs to be devoted to them. This is the statistic that I was going to tell you beforehand. You're like, wait, do I need to wait until we get into this? <laughs> and so it was that working in 2015, and Melissa Milkey, she's a sociologist, they did this big longitudinal study of how much time parents were spending with their children. Yeah. Working mothers today are spending as much time with their kids as stay-at-home moms did in the 70s. Oh, I can totally see that. So, because they've got all of these cultural pressures that say, this is what a good mom looks like. If you're not making the bento box lunch with... You made a bento box no, lunch? No, I didn't. But I've seen... Say, you were as mine. So, there's a TikTok video of this mom who's going through all of these, this is my organic free-range chicken... And this is our Korean barbecue sauce, and I'm cutting stars out of the cheese and, and the, the kid ham. got to school and traded it for a peanut butter but and jelly. They did it. It's a, then another parent is like looking at it and like just throwing a lunchable in a box and a, <laughs> oh, and yeah. a coke in a box and like looking at the other parent. But there are those parents out there that their entire lives revolve around their oh, yes. kids and what their kids do. Very much so. So. 
helicopter parent, now they're being called lawnmower parents. <laughs> because, seriously, <laughs> I looked it up. Lawnmower parents are the parents who are like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a problem. Let me just fix this before they even get there. Yeah. Let me take, let me clear <laughs> their path. They're trying to fix stuff upstream. Yes. Let me clear your path so that you don't run into anything negative or tough at all. Your Helicopter kids, parents would come in and just try to fix yeah. things. You could get into a problem, but they would try to fix it for you. Lawnmower parents are like, nope, you're not going to have a problem in the world. Oh, yeah. No, that's not even a thing. No, it is a thing. But it shouldn't be. Did you lose it? I don't know. Daryl doesn't ever remember his password on his computer. I remember my password. It's just not going in. There it is. No, it's it's still good. All right, good deal. So, Ma, don't guilt yourself into thinking that more time spent with your kids is better. Um, Now, there is, as children get older, they do benefit from more time. But even still, it's six hours a week. So when do they need to go from eight minutes to six hours? Well, eight, as they get into adolescence. Okay. So as your kids get older, they used to be like, oh, I want to stay at home with my kids while they're babies. But now it's more important to be but at now, home with their when they're tween. Now studies are showing that as there's in tween years, that, that more that time with them then shows a decrease in delinquent behavior shows an increase in academic behavior because you're at home and you're having dinner and you're saying you're asking those questions hey what'd you do at school today yeah who are your friends what are you talking about okay so so realistically where do we find those times i think the first thing is i think at dinner is the number one and yes is the number one place yes in the car. In the car. You have to have, in the car is super important to have conversations with your kids. Yes. I think, it, so dinner, in the car, um, I think it's important that you're involved with your kids' teams. Yes. Um, I think if you have any kind of ability to be involved with those teams, you want to be a part of that. And, and here's the deal. I've helped coach baseball teams, and I never played baseball. I love baseball, but I never played baseball. I didn't know anything about a baseball drill until we started doing baseball, coaching baseball. That's what the Internet's for, right? Yeah, and so YouTube, YouTube it. There's things like that that people are going to help you with to be a part of your kids. If you have, don't be afraid. Be a, do watchdogs if they have that at your kid's school um, when they, if they're in elementary school. Do those kinds of things to be a part and to be able to be there for those moments. And show up for their games. Yes. Oh, dude, I can't tell you. That makes me so frustrated. But I want to slap some parents over that. <laughs> show up for their games. If you don't show up for your kids' games ever, you need to be slapped. And you're probably not listening to this podcast now, but that's part of it. Now, I will say some parents do have to work during game time, but go out of your way to make sure that they do know that you support them. Yeah. And, it's I mean, our schedules have always been super easy to accommodate those kinds of things. And I know that there are some parents that those schedules aren't, but it's got to be a priority to show your kids that you Correct. support them. It is. It is. And validate their hard work. Oh, dude. That's, that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other, that's a, maybe that's in a couple weeks. So I think it's important that we understand that, hey, there's there are ways to spend time. It doesn't have to be the setup. Hey, we're going on out as a family to the park and we're having this thing. There, There is things you can do. 
dinner is all will always be the easiest thing. Yeah, uh, and that's but I mean dinner's still not one on one time. It isn't. It's but, good quality time with your family, but you still have to make sure that dad is getting some one on one time and mom is getting some yeah. one on one time every and I day. Think, and you want to find those things. There's also those times wherever you're able to say, Hey, I need to do those things. And you know what? Here's another thing you need to do. And we just, I kind of we joked about this earlier, but really you need to serve with your kids in ministry from time to time. Um, a lot of that does go back to um, the situation of, hey, we're blessed as kids pastors to be able to go and worship with our kids. I think it's super important if you're if you're in involved, go get involved. If you're not involved in kids ministry, get involved with kids ministry at your church because you're going to get to be able to worship with your kids week in and week out, or at least once a month if you do monthly or however it is. And I think that's super important for you to see that and see how your kids are worshiping. Yes. So anyways, dude, good stuff. You always impress me. Yeah, I'm a good Googler. (laughs) All right. Hey, thank you all so much for joining us today on Parenting Isn't Easy. We'll be back next week. Um, Check out my other podcast, The Bible and Stuff. Have you posted it? We posted one. But I thought you just, you didn't post, you didn't share it anywhere. Well, we've got, uh, there's others, there's been, there's been some... Technical difficulties. That's the word I'm looking for. There's been some technical difficulties with that, and I've kind of been pulled my hair out a little bit with that today and this week. So, um, but I don't want to get into it on our podcast. Um, But yeah, so make sure you check us out. Leave us some, leave us a review, five stars. I don't. If you don't want to give us five stars, don't. I mean, we'd like five stars, but and stop um, listening. Yeah, yeah. If you instead of not leaving us five stars, just don't, just don't listen. Um, But. The um, but yeah, leave you know leave us leave a leave a note. Um, if you have any suggestions for topics, you have any questions that we could possibly help y'all with to talk about. Hey, what does quality time look like? We would we'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. See y'all soon. Bye. Wonder why you even tried in the first place It's like more